Luckily, Tvaya Bayu Anushishtaha instructed Aham I Pitaha bestowed Cha and Anubraha favor Maham great Apavritai open Karnarandai with the holes of the ears. Drushta received Dishtya by good fortune. Rusatihi pure Giraha words. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhattivedanta Swami I have fortunately been instructed by you, and thus great favor has been bestowed upon me. So Svayambhuvamana is speaking to Kardam Muni. I thank God that I have listened with open ears to your pure words. So please repeat. I have fortunately been instructed by you. And thus a great favor has been bestowed upon me. I thank God that I have listened with open ears to your pure words. Report by Srila Prabhupada. Srila Rupa Goswami has given directions in his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu on how to accept a bona fide spiritual master and how to deal with him. First, the desiring candidate must find a bona fide spiritual master, and then he must very eagerly receive instructions from him and execute them. This is reciprocal service. A bona fide spiritual master, a saintly person, always desires to elevate a common man who comes to him, because everyone is under the, the delusion of maya and is forgetful of his prime duty, Krishna consciousness. A saintly person always desires that everyone become a saintly person. It is the function of a saintly person to invoke Krishna consciousness in every forgetful kind of man. Manu said that since he was advised and instructed by Kardal Muni, he was very much favored. He considered himself lucky to receive the message by oral reception. It is especially mentioned here that one should be very inquisitive to hear with open ears from the authorized source of the bona fide spiritual master. How is one to receive? Once to receive the transcendental message by oral reception. The word karna randrai means through the holes of the ears. The favor of the spiritual master is not received through any other part of the body but the ears. This does not mean, however, that the spiritual master gives a particular type of mantra through the ears in exchange for some dollars, and if the man meditates on that, he achieves perfection and becomes God within six months. Such reception through the ears is bogus. The real fact is that a bona fide spiritual master knows the nature of a particular man and what sort of duties he can perform in Krishna consciousness, and he instructs him in that way. He instructs him through the ear, not privately, but publicly. You are fit for such and such work in Krishna consciousness. You can act in this way. One person is advised to act in Krishna consciousness by working in the deity's room, Another is advised to act in Krishna consciousness by performing editorial work. Another is advised to do preaching work. And another is advised to carry out Krishna consciousness in the cooking department. There are different departments of activity in Krishna consciousness, and a spiritual master, knowing the particular ability of a particular man, 
trains him in such a way that by his tendency to act, he becomes perfect. Bhagavad Gita makes it clear that one can attain the highest perfection of spiritual life simply by offering service to his ability, just as Arjuna served Krishna by his ability in the military art. Arjuna offered his service fully as a military man, and he became perfect. Similarly, an artist can attain perfection simply by performing artistic work under the direction of the spiritual master. If one is a literary man, he can write articles and poetry for the service of the Lord under the direction of the spiritual master. One has to receive the message of the spiritual master regarding how to act in one's capacity, but the spiritual master is expert in giving such instructions. This combination, the instruction of the spiritual master and the faithful execution of the instruction by the disciple, makes the entire process perfect. Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur describes in his explanation of the verse in Bhagavad Gita, that one who wants to be certain to achieve spiritual success must take the instruction from the spiritual master as to what his particular function is. He should faithfully try to execute that particular instruction and should consider that his life and soul. The faithful execution of the instruction which he receives from the spiritual master is the only duty of a disciple, and that will bring him perfection. One should be very careful to receive the message from the spiritual master through the ears and execute it faithfully. That will make one's life successful. Jai Sri Prabhupada. <coughs> Om Ajnanat Mirantasya Gyananjana Salakaya Chakshur Unmilitamina Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Vanchakapa Churubhyascha Kripasindhuve Payevacha Patitanam Bhavani Pyo Vaishnave Pyo Namo Namaha Namaste Jivanandaya Dasaya Vanachayane Abhutadvaraya Snita Shila Vinodine Ajnanadvanta Gramanam Paschate Patitapmanam Jnana Gurutaya Chitaharine Chakshashe Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Shri Mate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Niti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavani Bhashyata Desatarine Jai Sri Krishna Jaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Atleta Gadadhar Sri Vasari Gauravata Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Dishya Tvanya, Dishya Tvayanu Shishtoham, Kritaschanu Rahomaham, Apavritai Karnarandvar, Justa Dishyo Satyagiraha. I have fortunately been instructed by you, and thus great favor favor has been bestowed upon me. I thank God that I have listened with open ears to your words. So, uh, to your pure words. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he says, I have so many fruits of love of God to distribute, but I need your help. And so, uh, this help comes through the pure words of Krishna's pure devotees. And we can find those pure words within Srila Prabhupada's books. So actually, when we distribute through the Prabhupada's books, we are giving these pure words that can transform the hearts of people, just like what's being discussed here. 
Ramanda Bhamrite Korna Bhagya Vanji, Guru Krishna Prashadi Pai Bhakti Latavas. We travel throughout the universe and we are distracted by Maya. Maya is pulling us in different directions. Just like uh, I was talking to Ganga Machu Prabhu on Sunday night, and we were discussing how the internet is really a, uh, indicative of the collective consciousness of the vast amount of distractions in the world. Um, <clears throat> so as we're trying to experience happiness through the material energy, we're fortunate to come in contact with a spiritual master. And he plants a seed of devotion within our heart. Um, so the process of the parampara, so what's happening here is that the relationship between the brahmana and the chatriya is being um, perfected. So we see that actually a lot of the history of the Vedas is conversation between great sages and kings. So Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, Evam Param Param Pratam, Imam Rajarasyobidu, Sakalineha Mahaka Yogonasta Parantapa. That this the history of this um, prampara or these teachings that are passed from one generation to the next are in a lineage of great kings. So we can envision uh, this beautiful scenario, just like uh, Prisha Maharaj um, has seven days to live, and he's hearing from Prisha. So this is the Bhagavatam spoken. But the Bhagavatam is spoken again and again. And everybody is, is uh, surrounding and hearing this conversation, and it's noted down. Because what a great man does, a common man follows. Krishna says this in Bhagavad Gita. He's talking to Arjuna. He's saying, you're a great man. What you do, the common man will follow. Because everybody is hearing, everybody is listening. What is our leader saying? What are they inquiring? Oh, our leader is very humble. Our leader is inquiring from the saints and sages. And so let's note this conversation. So we see that here, actually throughout the Bhagavatam, conversations between the Daishanav Brahmans and the Chatriyas, the kings. So this is uh, the fortune here. The fortune here is meeting this, this pure representative of Krishna. Actually, we have no fortune um, until we encounter um, God's representative. We're most unfortunate. Lord Yatanya says, I have no attraction for the holy names. And he's, he's begging for mercy uh, through the success to God. So, um, Part of the, the journey of the sadhika, of the uh, devotee, is realizing um, the need, realizing our situation of, um, of misfortune, and having a mood of calling out, with desperation. That's what Queen, the, the mood Queen Kunti spoke about, desperation. Um, this calling out with desperation is actually uh, the... It's actually the uh, Yuga Dharma, it's the, the process for liberation. Not just calling out, not just chanting, but chanting with, uh, with desperation, with great need. So, um, so Spine Bhuva Mano here, he's recognizing his fortune in hearing the pure words of Cardinal Muni. And 
Srila Prabhupada references Srila uh, Rupa Goswami. Srila Rupa Goswami, he gives uh, four steps, four steps to be liberated. These are the four keys. First, uh, take shelter of a bona fide spiritual master. And then, receive spiritual initiation from him, Diksha. Following that, hear his words, hear his instructions, and then faithfully execute those instructions. And then the final um, key is follow in the footsteps of the previous acharyas. So this is the path of success given by Sri Rupa Goswami. So everything comes through devotional service and the association of devotees. And this mission given by Srila Prabhupada is to engage all kinds of people in Krishna consciousness. And so many varieties of people with so many different talents in Krishna consciousness. Prabhupada is saying the expert spiritual master, he knows how to engage his disciples so they can be successful. So you might ask, but I thought that we were above our ashram dharma. Krishna consciousness is transcendental to the modes of nature, and Varnashram Dharma is within the modes of nature. We can utilize our talents and our natures and abilities to serve Krishna. And um, that was the process that was given to Arjuna, as Prabhupada, Prabhupada references here. So sometimes, sometimes we're going to engage in service that isn't according to our nature, but our true mission to Krishna, our sustained mission, must be according to our nature. Just like we have uh, so many examples, like uh, Mother Yamuna, Mother Yamuna is a disciple of the Prabhupada, and she was a great cook. And Prabhupada engaged her in cooking service. She actually traveled the world and found these beautiful recipes that she gave us, Lord, Lord Krishna's cuisine, cookbook. Now imagine if Srila Prabhupada hadn't engaged Mother Yamuna in cooking. Imagine how this movement would, would be lacking that great contribution. Tamal Krishna Maharaj, he was engaged in preaching and management. Imagine if Tamal Krishna Maharaj um, had been engaged in, uh, say, this deity worship. He just, had to, he just had to do deity worship. We wouldn't have had the Radha Damodar party, distributed tens of thousands of Prabhupada's books. It was the, the greatest preaching venture uh, within ISKCON, the Lord Jaitanya's movement, in the early days. And Tamal Krishna Maharaj, he organized and, and he established so many communities and helped so many people become devotees. Because Prabhupada engaged him in that service. Just imagine if he was doing a different service, not according to his nature. Or Vishnu John Swami. Vishnu John Swami, he, uh, he was always chanting and doing kirtan. And he became famous for that. So many people became touched by the chanting of Vishnu Jaswami and were attracted to Krishna consciousness. Imagine if he wasn't engaged in Hari Rama service. 
You see how Prabhupada was so expert in engaging his disciples according to their nature. Um, Lord Krishna says in the second chapter of Bhagavad Gita, he says, everybody is forced to act according to these modes of nature. So we can't stop acting for, for a moment. And we're carried by this, na- this material energy in that way. And so the Lord says, so work must be done as an as a, as a offering to Vishnu. So he speaks about occupational duty being offered to Krishna. And then um, the, famous, the famous verse that is better to perform our duty imperfectly than to perform another's perfectly. That's really interesting. An interesting statement. In other words, if our inclination and our, and our nature is to be a pujari, and we make mistakes doing that service, that's better than, say, doing cooking service, which is not our nature, and we're doing that perfectly. It's better to do that which is according to our nature. So how do we know then? Through the expert guidance of our spiritual master. That's how we know. We need that connection. We need that help to understand how to be situated. So now Krishna repeats that same verse, that very famous verse, in Bhagavad Gita in the 18th chapter. And he goes on to describe how to be engaged in this uh, service according to our nature. So, it's better to engage in one's own occupation, even though one may perform it imperfectly, than to accept another's occupation and perform it perfectly. Duties prescribed according to one's nature are never affected by sinful reactions. Every endeavor is covered by some fault, just as fire is covered by smoke. Therefore, one should not give up the work born of his nature, O son of Kunti, even if such work is full of faults. One who is self-controlled and unattached and who disregards all material enjoyments can attain, by practice of renunciation, the highest perfect stage of freedom from reaction. O son of Kunti, learn from me how one who has achieved this perfection can attain to the supreme perfectional stage, Brahman, the stage of highest knowledge by acting in the way I shall now summarize. So you see the basis of this Krishna consciousness is acting according to our work. This is how Krishna started off this series of verses at the end of Bhagavad Gita. Being purified by his intelligence and controlling the mind with determination, giving up the objects of sense gratification, being free from attachment and hatred, one who lives in a secluded place, who eats little, who controls his body, mind, and power of speech, who is always in trance and who is detached, free from false ego, false strength, false pride, lust, anger, and acceptance of material things, free from false proprietorship and peaceful, such a person is certainly elevated to the position of self-realization. One who is thus transcendently situated at once realizes the Supreme Brahman and becomes fully joyful. He never laments or desires to have anything. He is equally disposed toward every living entity. In that state, he attains pure devotional service unto me. One can understand me as I am, as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, only by devotional service. And when one is in full consciousness of me by such devotion, he can enter into the kingdom of God. Though engaged in all kinds of activities, my pure devotee, under my protection, reaches the eternal and imperishable abode 
by my grace. So that's the beautiful part about the personal nature of Krishna consciousness, is that although everybody is different, everybody has different natures, different talents and abilities, every single aspect of the talent in society can work together in a harmonious way to serve Sri Prabhupada's mission. We had that workshop when we came back from the GBC college. What would you like to do to serve Sri Prabhupada's ISKCON movement in Tucson? Because everything can be done. The beauty of every aspect of Krishna consciousness around the country, around the world, can be executed right here at ISKCON Tucson. We can do we can do Varnashram, we can do farm communities, we can do big festivals, we can do mass book distribution. We can do all those things. So that meditation, Prabhupada said, is a meditation of a pure devotee. Prabhupada said the pure devotees always meditate on how to expand the Krishna consciousness movement. And how we can make a personal contribution and receive um, guidance and feedback from our, our, our guru, our diksha guru, our shiksha gurus, the devotees, how to be engaged, then we can really fulfill our personal svadharma. Svadharma means our, our personal dharma, our offering to Krishna. It's like Arjuna's offering to Krishna was on the battlefield of Kurukshetra. He said, I should, I should renounce, I can be a perfect renunciate. No, your svadharma, your offering to me, is on the battlefield of Kurukshetra. Now sometimes in Arjuna's life, he would have to do other things. Remember that they were banished from the kingdom for 13 years. And during that time, Arjuna was doing so many occupational duties that were not according to his nature, like picking fruits and roots and doing all kinds of things. Actually, in the 13th year, due to a curse put upon Arjuna, he, uh, he served as a dance instructor in the, uh, let's see, what was the palace? I have to put it down here. Virat. Virat. The Virat province, the king of Virat. And he was especially cursed by a heavenly dancer who he, he saw his mother. She wanted to unite with him. And he, uh, he said, you were my mother, so she was upset. She, and, and she cursed him to be eunuch. So for one year, he taught dance in the Virat Palace. And in that particular time, that's what he had to do in the service to Krishna. But that wasn't his svadharma. That wasn't his life mission offering to Krishna. But at that time, he taught dance for a year, the great warrior Arjuna. So that's rare. So. Our sadhana, our sadhana is, is a personal practice by which we uh, gain strength to serve Krishna, to be engaged in a lifetime of devotional service. So sadhana is for everyone. Everyone is working on chanting better rounds, chanting more quality attendant rounds, uh, following the four regulative principles, uh, of waking up early in the morning, um, these principles, these Krishna conscious lifestyle that enables us to serve. So sadhana is for everyone. 
yet everyone is, is, is also at different stages of advancement in their sadhana, right? Not all sadhana is equal. Like we start with offensive chanting, uh, nam aparad, and, and we reach a stage of clearing, uh, nam abhas, when our chanting is more pure. And then at a certain point, when we're calling out with desperation, like we were speaking about, then uh, that's shudanam, that's pure chanting. So sadhana is for everyone. But Prabhupada also, Prabhupada also gave priorities. And priorities speak to having a foundation to, be a, a, to give a lifetime to Krishna. And the first is health. We have, to, we have to be healthy. And sadhana. So our physical and our spiritual health, personal health, is a foundation. Then our service. Being engaged in service according to the expert direction of our spiritual master. And uh, reading. So these four are very important. Our physical health, our spiritual health, or our, or our sadhana, our personal service offering to our guru, and reading. These are priorities, Prabhupada said. Now all services performed with love are accepted by Krishna and accepted by Srila Prabhupada. If we look, however, if we look from a neutral standpoint, the preaching is the essence. And the book distribution is the essence because this is Lord Jaitanya's mission to spread the Sankirtan movement. So we can see that everything, everything is meant to be centered around supporting the preaching, giving the holy names to people, engaging people in chanting Hare Krishna, helping people to take a reading of Srila Prabhupada's books. Everything is meant to facilitate that. The festivals, the Varnashram communities, the restaurants, everything is meant to support the movement of Lord Jaitanya, which is spreading these fruits of love of God. And in the form of this very beautiful package of Srila Prabhupada's books. Pure love for God is in Prabhupada's books. The fruits are there. So it's like the first um, ironclad law of book distribution, according to His Great Vaisheshika Kapapu, is sadhana on our spiritual health. And then get books. So if we have good sadhana and we have books, we don't have to write the books, we don't have to print the books, we don't have to do any of that. The books are here. So our spiritual health is good. Just like um, um, Kirtan Prabhu, he was traveling with Parameshwar Prabhu, who is on track to be the biggest book distributor of all time. He's only been distributing books 22 years, and he's over half a million points. Um, so Nanda Kirtan Prabhu was telling, telling me, he said, in the van with Parameshwara Prabhu, he, like a, like a hawk, he watches our sadhana. And he says, even if we're chanting clearly the holy names, he still knows if our mind is inattentive, and he'll chastise us. He says, everything comes from good sadhana. And he said, actually what we're doing here is we're chanting the names of Krishna, and that gives us the strength to distribute books. And Parameshwar Prabhu was actually, uh, he was, another Kirtan Prabhu was sharing this with me, it was very intimate, but he was actually having vivid realizations of Krishna's pastimes. And he was sharing this with some of the intimate devotees in the van and the bus party to encourage them, because it's difficult service. It's difficult service to live in a van 
and all day distribute books. It's not easy. You can imagine <laughs> a lot of rejection, no sense gratification. Because the only way, because we're pleasure-seeking by nature, we have to have spiritual pleasure through, through satisfying Krishna, which is the real pleasure. So, the four-clad, four ironclad laws of book distribution are first to have good sadhana, spiritual health, and then to get books. We just have to get books. And then, the third is, the more we show, the more we sell. We can't distribute books, we can't sell books without showing people the books. So the more we show them, the more, more people will take them. And the fourth is to organize. So like our Harinan parties help with that. Right? When we go out, we get organized, uh, sacred time. That, help, that helps. It's a big asset. So that's one important aspect of any successful company is really um, keeping people, keeping the people in the company focused on what the vision of the company is and the mission of the company is. And then when we're doing our service, we can meditate on, on what we're doing, why we're doing, and really really meditate on, on Lord Chaitanya and the Panchatattva and, and their desire. Lord Chaitanya was expressing in such a heartfelt way, like, please, just, just chant Hare Krishna, please engage other people in chanting Hare Krishna. This is my personal desire. So, being part of Srila Prabhupada's mission is directly satisfying the personal desire of Lord Chaitanya. Imagine how powerful that is, how wonderful that is. Every day that we participate in Srila Prabhupada's Discount kind of movement, we're personally satisfying Lord Chaitanya's desire. This is perfection of life that Srila Prabhupada was talking about here. And so everybody has different abilities and different talents, and our, our duty is to encourage one another. Because not everybody is the same. Uh, there's a famous saying that birds only fly as high as their abilities are. Some birds can fly extremely high, some medium, and some in a lower stratosphere. So everybody's flying at different levels. Our duty is to simply encourage one another, to help one another go deeper into um, executing and fulfilling their potential in Krishna consciousness. This is our duty. So at, before we end, I'd like to... Um, this is a actually a really beautiful series of verses. Another conversation between a great king, um, Maharaj Nimi, and the uh, Navagyogendras, uh, great sages. So King Nimi said, O great sage, please explain how even a foolish materialist can easily cross over the illusory energy of the Supreme Lord, which is always insurmountable for those who are not self-controlled. Sri Prabhuda said, Accepting the roles of male and female in human society, the conditioned souls unite in sexual relationships. Thus they constantly make material endeavors to eliminate their unhappiness and unlimitedly, unlimitedly increase their pleasure. But one should see that they inevitably achieve exactly the opposite result. In other words, their happiness inevitably vanishes, and as they grow older, their material discomfort increases. Wealth is a perpetual source of distress. It is most difficult to acquire, and it is virtual death for the soul. What satisfaction does one actually gain from his wealth? 
Similarly, how can one gain ultimate or permanent happiness from one's so-called home, children, relatives, and domestic animals, which are all maintained by one's hard-earned money? One cannot find permanent happiness even on the heavenly planets, which one can attain in the next life by ritualistic ceremonies and sacrifices. Even in material heaven, the living entity is disturbed by rivalry with his equals and envy of those superior to him. And since one's residence in heaven is finished with the exhaustion of pious fruitive activities, the denizens of heaven are afflicted by fear, anticipating the destruction of their heavenly life. Thus they resemble kings who, through enviously admired, though enviously admired by ordinary citizens, are constantly harassed by enemy kings and who therefore never attain actual happiness. Here, and here, so here's the key that relates to today's verse. Therefore, any person who seriously desires real happiness must seek a bona fide spiritual master and take shelter of him by initiation. The qualification of the bona fide guru is that he has realized the conclusion of the scriptures by deliberation and is able to convince others of these conclusions. Such great personalities who have taken shelter of the Supreme Godhead, leaving aside all material considerations, should be understood to be bona fide spiritual masters. Accepting the bona fide spiritual master as one's life and soul and a worshipable deity, because he's the external manifestation of Krishna. And so we worship the guru as God. He's not God, but that's, that's how we approach the guru. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, Hari, the soul of all souls, is inclined, now listen to this, this is very amazing, is inclined to give himself to his pure devotees. Therefore, the disciples should learn from the spiritual master to serve the Lord without duplicity, and in such a faithful and favorable way that the Supreme Lord, being satisfied, will offer himself to the faithful disciple. That is your Any uh, discussion? Questions? Thank you all so much for being here. And I'm not sure we'll go on Hario. It's raining, so maybe we have to make a group decision and see what, what's best. But right now it's looking pretty, pretty tough <laughs> to bring the instruments and books out. It's supposed to quit at 11. Okay. But, you know, that's not always. Yeah, we'll just see, you know, around 10 o'clock how I was looking, so. Okay, Grantara Shima Bhagavatam Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Gora Premanande. Thank you. <clears throat>
I know he's busy too. So. Thank you. 
Jaitanya. Hare Krishna.
get a voucher or something. Oh, really? I'm not marketing for one of you. Here's what you did.
across the ego barriers. Yeah, I mean, I just was looking at you know, some of the stuff. Yeah, the With their gun. It's like a medicine man. It's like they don't go
maybe he was on trial or Sanchoton or something. I couldn't quite figure it out. So it was kind of recent. It wasn't like a long time ago. Okay. So I met him and got books. And he lives in Phoenix? Yeah. 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 No, he lives in um, like a little small like mining town. And is it the just great green. Is it Kearney? He's looking for a place to go to school. No, but because he's just living with his mom, because he's in just. Yeah. And he says, if we want to come next week, I just have to get some gas money. I'm going to mow some lawns. But he's looking for a school No, I think he's, in, he's already in the school, but then he's just not living with the Bodies, and I really you know, would like to be with the Bodies. Yeah. Hero said there's a famous um, music school down there. Or 
Where did you go? 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 Be nice before the jump shot. Yeah, familiar with uh, what we needed, which is, you know, pretty much, you know, you just have to bring the wire over, but you need someone who knows what they're doing. Well, I have somebody in here that says internet setup guy. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. This guy's name was um, Paul. This one's name is Tony. You recognize Tony? I have no idea who it is. But it's an internet setup guy. Call. We just want to put a new wire from there. Is. 
Mr. Baker. 